Boom. All right, here we are. Local voices. Uh, guest this week is Jimmy. Famous Jimmy. Uh, famous in the town for uh, posting up, running S and W. Is that how we call it? That's what it's called. S and W. The S and W. Yeah. And uh, I first met Jimmy when I moved here on H Street, and uh, soon enough I found that Jimmy pretty much knew my life story, um, just from all the the day to day interactions that you know ended up accumulating. And I will say, uh, it's been a year since I lived here now, and Jimmy's one of my favorite guys uh, on the street, if not this town. Um, always has a smile, and you know, I, I think when I started this podcast, I actually, I, I started to shine a light on local characters in town that you kind of interact with, but you don't ever get deep with or learn their story. And when I kind of tell you know, kind of the mission of the podcast is like get to know people in the service industry who serve us better and, and kind of feel more connected in town. Jimmy is kind of one of those like kind of characters that comes to mind always. Um, it's the perfect guy to kind of get deeper with and, and learn his story. So thank you, Jimmy. Um, I had to keep it pretty simple. What's your story, man? How did you come to San Francisco? Uh, I've been in San Francisco since I was two years old and I'm 48, 47. So, 45-year native from Palestine. Uh, my parents immigrated here, uh, like I said, when I was two, and uh, been here since. And you were two, okay. And did you go to school here in San Francisco? Or? I did. Yeah. I went to um, elementary, junior high, and high school here. Okay. Did your did your parents like find a community here from like a people from Palestine or did they just kind of hop right in the neighborhood? Uh, well, before the before my parents yeah came here, I had uh, two three three of my uncles were already had already uh, migrated here, so we knew them. Uh, there were people from our community already here in the city. Uh, from our village, actually. Cool. So, everyone at that time, being a uh, being an immigrant, they were kind of close in mm -hmm. community. It was more comfortable for everybody to be closer together. I mean, it's just basically word of mouth. You know, we live here. You come stay with us until you get on your feet. You know, when we came, we. We actually lived with one of my uncles until my parents were able to establish themselves to get their own place, which back then wasn't that hard. You know, you work for a couple of months, you have enough to get an apartment for two, three hundred dollars. This is in the seventies, so you had your family. That was your community. So uh, yeah. So how did you guys get into the con like convenience store, liquor store kind of? business. How did that S&W start? Well, S&W was actually our third our third store. We okay. had two stores prior to that. Okay, so uh, basically, is that just like, you saw a need, the family saw a need somewhere on like a certain like corner, like there was... It wasn't, no, it wasn't, it's more like you're, you're you know, owning a store to service a, a community is you know, one, you can service a community and uh, bring something to a community. 
two, um, as far as, you know, uh, a lifestyle and uh, an ability to make a living, you you can do this for someone that barely speaks English or can read and write. You'd be surprised, you know, you'd be able to run a business and you'd be amazed how many people don't even speak the language and can run a business in this country and be successful. And my parents, they barely could, you know, speak English or read and write when they bought their first grocery store six years after they came to America. Yeah. But, you know, back then, you can, you know, you can actually afford a store, you know, you start off by, you know, having a job in a store, saving, you know, saving your, your money, and then getting help from other people that own businesses, you know, to help you buy a business where they'll give you, you know, a small loan, and you just keep it paying it forward people help you, you help other people that are looking to open businesses. Yeah, so it's definitely one of the lowest barriers of entry to, to being an entrepreneur, to having you know a business. Um, did you remember, were you working, uh, how long have you worked here at the S&W? Well, I've been here 30 years. We've had this store for 30 years. 30 years this August. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Is 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 opening more stores something that would be like in the vision, or is it something that's even it's, doable today? That's not. That's not. I mean, for a small family operation, it's hard enough because you don't have the manpower. Yeah. And secondly, it's you know trying to open up a business in the city. It's hard to find employees and. You know, rents are so sky high and property property is so expensive. Mm -hmm. You know, just to get in on the bottom floor, you need, you know, 10 times what you needed 30 years ago. It's it's really hard. It's not that easy. Um, and with, you know, the cost of labor, you're paying minimum wage. No one, no one can afford to work for you. You're working for minimum wage, you know? Yeah. So it's like... You need manpower, you can't afford manpower. So there's, it's a lot harder today than it was, you know, 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. I mean, we bought, we didn't open this store from scratch. We bought this store from someone that had owned the store for 10, 15 years. Mm -hmm. And he was an older gentleman that was in this community for a long time as well. But, you know, we we were able to, to buy a business that was, you know, doing really bad because, you know, the man was old and he couldn't keep up. It needed, you know, fresh, it needed fresh blood, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, and an influx of some cash. And at the time we had it, so we were able to buy it from him and, you know, flip it, turn it around, build it up, you know, yes. remodel it, put it together and make it a... A nicer place yeah yeah it's it's not there's a lot of you know con convenience store liquor stores in, in the in the world and not all of them really dream to be like a 7-eleven like chain taking over kind of the, the town I mean it's not really a fun life to live that to, to kind of like spread that and, and hire people minimum wage and, and 
it's more or less like a family operation that I guess keeps you guys afloat, keeps you guys hopefully, you know, fulfilled in your in, in a way. What's like the the most fulfilling part of the job? I think for you for your family. Oh, uh, mostly it's you know it's the interaction you know with the community. We have you know being here for thirty years. I've I've seen generations of you know uh, my peers. Uh, older generation and then I've seen my peers their kids growing up mm -hmm. and their kids coming into the world so you know it's it's just you know being part of a community you're like it's like almost your family and when you're not here you feel like you're missing out you know like it's you, you being here is just it's it's an enjoyment because it's uh you know, it's like you're surrounded by your friends every day. Yeah, yeah. You guys yeah. literally run the town, like, you're in terms of, like, Right, you're being surrounded by your friends. Yeah. You know, there's people I don't see for two, three days, and you know they're, you haven't seen them for two, three days. You know, people go on vacations, like, where have, you know, they yeah. know, you know they're missing. Like, you know your people are missing. So, you pretty much are paid, in a way, to be, like, not, like, a psychologist, but, like, someone who... If you're good at it, you give people smiles, and you feel rewarded just on that, you know, of, of kind of bringing smiles to people. Yeah, and I, I've, I've always felt like I've, I mean, I've felt like I've been able to give a lot of sound advice to a lot of young people, and even older people, and I've always been a good, you know, ear for people that are just venting and need to get their day off, you know, almost like a bartender, yeah, you know, yeah, and people... They're just comfortable with you, and they feel comfortable enough to share their day or share their you know, their situation with you. And it, it doesn't wear me down, you know. It's just like it, it's like it keeps you up. Oh yeah, it energizes you. It keeps you yeah. up. Yeah, it energizes you. It's like you know, it's 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 almost a it's really a good feeling. You know, it's a good feeling when people when you, when people are comfortable enough to you know share their you know their personal you know situations with you. Whatever they're going through, death, marriage, breakups, you know, all these different situations, birth of their kids and their good times, their bad times, they always want to share it with you. It's a modern day confessional. You are the priest, Jimmy. That's so awesome. I don't know. We, you know, we, at, at church we give a lot of money. We don't give. We don't. People don't don't go to church as much anymore. Right. How do we? How do we tip the S and W? What's the most high profit? Uh, item besides alcohol <laughs> that we can purchase more of. You don't have to. It's just, it's just you know, being good neighbors and just you know, looking out for each other. I think is the most. It's it's the best thing that anyone could do for each other. Just, just continuous. You know, you know, continuing the the relationship. You know, it's not about money. It's not about you know profit. It's not about any of that thing. It's just really about you know keeping your relationship like you just like how about this like what's a takeaway for listeners out there just to to maybe kind of basically respect more your your local convenience store I owner think, and like I, talk to them and i like, think it's you know? really well you know i can't say that every i can't say that every store has the same personality that we have yeah or that i have you know, um, I get a lot of people that tell me that their corner store or their their community store they don't talk to them. You know, it happens. Yeah. Uh, but I I think it's I think it's different for every person. 
but I also think it's important to uh, patronize your neighborhood store over, you know, these franchise stores and the big stores because we're losing a lot of the corner stores. Yeah, all I've these these mom and pop stores, we're losing them because people rather, you know, order their, you know, they want to order their Instacart, they want to order their, you know, alcohol on everything they want to do, they want to do on an app, or they want to shop at, you know, Safeway or CVS or... And then these people get all confused when they need therapists and shit, you know? Right. It's like, it's like these interactions help help keep that community and help keep, you know, it's, spirits it, And that's what you're losing when you're, what everything you're doing through an app, you're losing your, 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 your social interactions. Yeah. You're, you're buying your food through an app, you're buying yeah. your groceries through an app, you're buying, you're getting your girlfriend through an app, <laughs> you know? that. Right? Yeah. The bars are empty, the stores are empty, the street, there's no one, everyone is just like, just chosen this, you know, this uh, inverted lifestyle, you know, and it's this introverted lifestyle. And it's, I think it's hurting, I think it's hurting everyone. everyone. Mentally, yeah. Mentally, yeah. Yeah. Each, per, each person is like being affected by this because people are not as social as, you know, they once were because you have all these gadgets and all these apps at your fingertips. You're not getting out as much and like socializing. Yeah. How do we how do we beat that? How do we what do you think the wave of the future is to, to kind of bring people together more and create community? It's the, 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 there's the wave is people need to get off these apps, but the apps are growing and, the, you know, the apps are making everything even simpler and easier for you to not leave your house. Right. You don't have to you don't have to take your close to the laundromat. You have someone pick them up. Your groceries come to your door, your liquor, your beer your medicine, you don't have to see anybody, you don't have to talk to anybody. Yeah, I think, you know, I think that's one one takeaway is, it's good to establish certain items that you buy from your corner store, uh, favorite corner store, and even when the other options are available. So, like, I was telling Jimmy, like, one time, I bought, like, wine at Whole Foods, and I was like, I kind of felt guilty about it when I went in, because, <laughs> like, the wine was, like, you know, not even that great of wine or anything, but... The wine selection at S and W is, you know, pretty good. Like it's, it's got what I, what I need, what I want. So I, I just decided that day, like, I'm always gonna buy my alcohol from Jimmy. Like, at, at least do that. If you're gonna do that, I mean, at least, at least support your, your local, cor- your local. Well, I also cor- think that store, people, you know? I'm sorry, people are brainwashed by thinking that oh, if I go to Whole Foods, I'm getting a better product. You're not. You're just buying the name, buying the product from the name. It's the same product. You know, yeah. if you know your wine, if you think you're if you think you're well educated in wine, and then when you're you're going to Whole Foods and you're still buying a seven dollar bottle of wine, it's not like you're you're at a <laughs> you know you're not. <laughs> Do you feel good about yourself? You know what I mean? Yeah, like oh, I bought my seven dollar bottle of wine from Whole Foods. Yeah, like you feel good about that? Yeah. Like you gave them a three dollar profit. Yeah. They don't care about you. Like nobody there cares about yeah. you. Exactly. So that that is that is the, the biggest revenue driver for you guys, right? Obviously, most, like liquor, like the, well, the amount you can upsell. I mean, upcharge. everything has its own. I mean, there's things that you sell at a discount. It doesn't matter. There's things that you sell at a, you know, the upcharge that you can make more profit on. It really everything balances out. You know, it really balances out. Is there an item that you lose money on that you sell? 
No, no, no. no, no I, I wouldn't sell an item that I lost money. <laughs> I think Whole Foods does that. <laughs> they don't do that. They, I think they, they lose money on their rotisserie chickens. I read because <laughs> they'll give them for like seven bucks, and then people will have to buy other stuff. But yeah, uh, what's like a, an interesting item that people get from from corner stores that like not everyone really knows about, or that's like kind of makes you laugh. Uh, I buy magnums sometimes when I don't really need them. Oh, you're, you're great for making <laughs> this show PG, brother. I could you're buy, great for making this show I PG. I could buy the normal ones. All right. You're but not, other than you're condoms. Not, you're not talking about the ice cream, right? <laughs> right. I'm talking about ice cream. My mom's listening. All right, oh, bud. my bad. My okay. mom's listening. So, uh, someone yesterday asked me for party hats. We don't sell party hats. Okay. Um, but we, what do people buy that, that makes We you have laugh? some miscellaneous items uh, that make me laugh. Nothing makes me laugh. Know, it's, it's not really the store for that. I think That's it's more true. it's more what people ask me for that make me, you know. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's way better. Yeah. So what else? What else is like Party cool request? Uh, I've sold duct tape, screwdriver, and a flashlight at once to the same person. It was sketch. It was so sketchy. I I didn't even want to ask. It was so sketchy. You stocked those items? Yes. A flashlight? Yes. Yeah? It's crazy. Well, yeah. It's normal we, we, until they all come together. Yeah. We, <laughs> it was pretty... I was waiting for the garbage bags, but they didn't buy the garbage bags. Too expensive? No, I'm just saying I thought, <laughs> you know... The garbage bags would have been the icing they on the went, cake. They went next door. Right? Say, oh, yeah. But, I mean, people, I was, they've asked me for zip ties. Uh, we sell locks. We have a lot of miscellaneous items. Um, crazy stuff, I, I can't think off the top of my head. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously you stock a good, like, kind of like survival kit, you know, yeah. stuff that yeah, people might need. Kits. We sell sewing so, kits. Sewing kits. Yes. If you okay. ever need a sewing kit. Sometimes ah. I do. Yeah. I've actually bought a sewing kit. And it's yeah, stayed, sewing kits. It stayed in my house. I never used it. You Manicure sets. If you need to file and cut your nails and stuff. Okay. How often do you change your your inventory like at the store? What do you mean change? Like how often do you add new items? Six oh, like New items come in weekly. Yeah, we always old stuff out, new stuff in. Do you guys have like a round table, like make decisions about that stuff? No, or? we just it's we it's it's the we, we go by the 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 temperature of the the community, you know? Yeah, like when I asked you guys to stock Heineken Zero, Did it, and you, you guys had, had it the next Zero day, the like next week. Much. You see that? <laughs> you see? We just that's cool. Yeah, we you just go. You, you you take that's what you do. Like, oh, you live next door. You you want you know? Oh, we got you. Yeah. Yeah, but, but if you've never been in here and you're like, hey, do you sell Heineken Zero? Like, no, and we never will. <laughs> but, you know, you're like, I want Heineken Zero. So we hook you up. And I Heineken. buy it like once a week at least. Right. So I hope other people are too. It's so that's what you do. So, you know, people, you get ideas from your, you know, from your customers. They ask you for something. You say, oh, okay. I'll look into it. I'll bring it in. Nice. That's a, yeah. That's the way it should be. You're just responding to the to the needs to the to the public to the to field, you, you, and you're getting feedback live because you're getting those interactions. Right. You're talking to people. Right. Um, so yeah, life in the store. There's also Jimmy the character, which we want to kind of like get a little kind of find out more about you and your character. What's like? What's something that makes you kind of? What, what's like weird about Jimmy? Like what's like unique to you that like makes your friends laugh? That's about you. 
What makes you weird? Unique to me? There's nothing weird about me. <laughs> <laughs> something weird about everybody, man. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big smack talker. Uh, I like to joke. I like to talk smack. I like to make fun of people. My friends, I mean, you know. Right, not right. Just people I don't you know. You love to travel. Isn't that one thing about I you? I love to travel. I just got back from Italy. Woo-woo. I was gone for 10 days. Beautiful. Where'd you go in Italy? I went to Rome... Uh, Florence and Venice, and uh, visited the Leon Tower of Pisa and Pizza, and I had pizza and Pizza. As you Beautiful. should, as one as should. You should. Right? That's amazing. So half the time, don't get me wrong. Ha- like a lot of the time when you're at the corner store and you're working, and there's no one to talk to you, or, or even like, and, and you're looking at your phone, like, are you just planning vacations, like, or what do you do, like, when you're waiting, you know? Um, just probably Netflixing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, what are you watching recently? Uh, Dexter. Dexter. I've been binging Dexter. But like, you don't have the the headphones or, or the audio, do you? No, I have. I just listen to it on my phone. Yeah. I pause it when you walk in. <laughs> I don't want you talking over my movie. <laughs> so you keep just pausing and starting your shows all day long. Every time it doesn't you walk bother in, you. Yeah. yeah. He has to pause his show. Yeah. Don't pause your show for me next time. <laughs> keep it going. I know you guys have a TV. Most most places have a TV for yeah. people watching. Yeah, I mean the TV is really for for sports. But if there's nothing on, I'm not watching it. Even even when there's something on, it's just in the background. You know, just yeah. background noise. Yeah. But all right. So we like we like to ask one question here on the pod. What is one of your like daily or weekly habits uh, you're kind of proud of that you think is just a, a good thing for other people to do? Exercise. Every day? Every single day. Whether you're in the gym five days or you're what I call active rest. When you're not in the gym, you're outdoors and you're moving around and you're, you know, walking or hiking or just, you know, being outdoors, spending less time indoors and more time outdoors. Okay. So what's like your go-to like workout like every day? Well, my, my workouts fluctuate. I, I mean, I work out, I'm in the gym at least five days a week, and it's five days of weight training and also five days of uh, cardio training. So uh, all my workouts vary. Um, I do do uh, full workouts that are full splits, whether it be, uh, you know, chest and back, shoulders and biceps legs um what about cardio or like sports or anything like that i do a lot of cardio i uh, my favorite cardio machine is the stair mill and i'll do that for you know 30 45 minutes a day sometimes twice a day during my gym session so did you walk up the Tower of Pisa? Did they let people walk up that thing? They do, but the line was too long. So <laughs> I hate lines. Yeah, the line was the I line. Don't do lines. The line was at least two hours long. But um, I did uh, climb up the uh, bell tower in uh, in Florence, and that was about four hundred sixty four, uh, four hundred sixty three, four hundred sixty four steps. Cool. What's, uh, so do you play any sport? Is there like a certain game or something that, um, you would ever play with me? <laughs> yeah, I'd probably run you in basketball. Okay. Sure. <laughs> like That's that. what I like to hear. <laughs> Dolores Park, man. I'll come get you on Saturday. One of these days. 
There's a lot of courts in the city. That's yeah, important yeah. for that. What gym do you go to? Uh, 24 Hour Fitness. Cool. Yeah, nice. down on the peninsula. Yeah. 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 So do I. It's a nice place. Or down the, down the hill. You gotta, the key to work, to like basically staying healthy is keeping a gym as close as possible to your house. Right. Like yeah, being able to close. like roll down the hill or, or like people who go really far away to the gym, like make it harder on themselves. Like it's I, just, that's, that's what mine's I like. do that. Uh, my gym is eight miles from my house. But it's on the way. It's an activity. No, it's not even on the way. It's like out of the way, but it's a really nice gym, and I'd rather go there than go to a closer gym that has trash equipment. Okay. That has you know half of their equipment is out of order most of the time. So right, there's a bare minimum of of, of standard you have. For you, your there's there's a bare there. minimum. Yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. Because the gym shrinks when half of the equipment is out of order, yeah. right? Like, all of a sudden, you're like, okay, well, half of my, you know, everybody's waiting for these, yeah. this, this piece of equipment because yeah. all these are out of order. We're not animals here. <laughs> we're, we're, we, like, are, we are animals. The most least animalistic thing, though, is to, like, yeah. work out with weights. Like, that's kind of absurd. But it's, I think it's a great thing. That's one of my favorite habits is, like, hitting the gym at least, basically doing weight training at least twice a week yeah um because there's just something about building up muscle that just makes you so much mentally stronger like it, it just mentally it's huge to like get that um the, that, that testosterone rush if you're a guy or or even just like kind of relieving tension you know so a lot of people today at least in california you know marijuana has come become a trend and um i think Lifting weights is like a nice way, like to counteract, like not doing that. And, I agree. And rather than smoke weed, go lift weights. I agree. And and build muscle and feel strong. And the tension or the way you feel after hitting the gym is like, wow, like you pretty much almost like, like smoked a bit of weed because you basically killed so much tension. Well, not just the tension that you release so many endorphins, you know, uh, and you feel so much better, uh, mentally and physically after a workout. Um, and it doesn't even have to be weight training, even though that makes you feel better. Just knowing that you can pick up, you know, something heavy often and yeah. and get stronger and pick up something else that's even heavier, you know, a week later. And you pick up the same, you know, you keep progress. picking progress, right? And, and even if you were doing sprints, you're going to feel amazing. Like if you decided to do, you know, 10 hundred yard sprints a day you're gonna feel incredible because it's progress it's something and you probably feel less stress and not have a need to smoke marijuana or the, you know the days that I've worked out in the morning and like cuz I, I smoke I smoke weed fairly regularly the days where I worked out that day that morning like my need to have something to make me feel better is so much less you know because i already feel good you know and then it just doesn't put it on my mind so yeah. it's it's that's something that like just helps me be healthier you know? i think it's it should be encouraged uh, we should make gym memberships free there should be a <laughs> subsidy for from the from the government um i i i agree with you i think that not just i think it should come with your health care if they're going to give yeah. you free health care i think you know having a gym membership and being able to walk into a gym you know, to your liking, I think. Yes. But cool. people are, but people are lazy. 
Right. Pe- people spend a thousand dollars on a gym membership and still don't show up. Yeah. What's gonna make people go? Maybe they, they gotta listen to a podcast and be like, you know what? I'm gonna stop. Exactly. I'm gonna stop being Jimmy. so soft. Yeah, pe- Hear from Jimmy. People are just <laughs> people are just uh, loaded with excuses. I think I think the problem with a lot of people is just easy to make an excuse. Yeah. And you know, I'm tired. I'm busy. I'm overworked. I got to do this and I got to do that. But if you added that to your lifestyle, it's like, okay, but you have time to go party on the weekend. You have time to go do this. You have time to, and if it's not going to the gym, you have time to take a walk for 30 minutes, you know, and what's great about this city is a walk in the city is not just a walk. Oh, it's still beautiful, man. I mean, you got hills. You got hills. You got to <laughs> walk hills around. Hiking every morning, yeah. Yeah. You know, I get I get customers that are like, what do I do to get in shape? I said, you know what? You know what you need to start to do? What you should start doing is every day walk from here to Golden Gate Park and back. I said, and then when you can accomplish that, you start walking from here to the beach and back, and you're going to be all right. It's a lot of time. What do you do on those no. walks? You can listen to podcasts. You can listen, listen to local to voices. Podcasts, <laughs> listen to lo- lo- local voices. Work on your own podcast, right? Everyone should have podcast. Pod it, pod it, uh, pod it forward. I think yeah. is what we uh, we mm. came up with on our with Dale, on our, our first guest. Pod it forward. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, yeah we, guys said, yeah, we said more people should be throwing dinner parties, inviting friends, like like basically flexing their cooking skills. And then coming down and, and idea. recording something because why not? Because like it's fun. Everyone has different interests. That's a great idea. And the more, you know, the more we're like our world is like either in traffic or just we have way more time to listen, right? So yeah. if you're gonna make a podcast, you should probably listen to some too. So I like to listen to some podcasts. Yeah. But, you know, there's definitely room for more podcasts. I think it's a format where we can actually exercise while we listen, where it's different than TV or shows and the production challenge is way lower it, it, the expense is way lower you can start up for 20 bucks you got you buy a, a mic and you're ready to go so i think podcasting is the way of the future man and and on those walks that's my favorite time to listen to podcasts is when i'm walking there you go and otherwise if you're like oh i'm gonna walk to ocean beach and back like that's so boring no you gotta definitely make sure that you're listening <laughs> you're learning something I'll you get know you a good set of headphones yeah. and, uh, and your your iphone yeah so you're good to go so speaking of san francisco What's uh what's like one of your favorite spots like just random like uh, squares or, or just like one of your like once one one place in San Francisco that kind of takes your breath away in a way like one of your favorite places? Uh, I like to be at uh, Pier Thirty Nine at the wharf and the far back of Pier Thirty Nine overlooking the Golden Gate Bridge, Alcatraz, and the Bay Bridge. Away from the tourists, like a bit uphill. I mean, or. It's, I mean, you're away, well, no, it, that's, <laughs> the tur- there's no, you can't get away from the You can't tur- get away from people, Jimmy, you love you people too much. You can't <laughs> get away from tourists here, there's no way to get away. Uh, I'd argue there's definitely places that tourists don't go to. Yeah, but those places are not the most breathtaking places. Yeah. I, I, I do a lot of runs in the Presidio, I, I don't see that many tourists in Well, the those Presidio. aren't the most breath. I mean. That's not that breathtaking. Um, it's fine, it's, it's, it is beautiful on that side of the city, but. There's certain uh, certain uh, landscapes that I like, and that's the one yeah. where you can stare at the Golden Gate Bridge. You have Alcatraz in front of you. You have, mm-hmm. you have the Bay Bridge. You have Treasure oh. Island. All these things are just right in front of you, yeah. and you're staring at postcards. Yeah, yeah. There's a reason that there's going to be tourists there because exactly. it's that beautiful. It's, it's one that, of the most beautiful sites in the world. No hiding it. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's inevitable. What's uh, uh What's one of your favorite like 
other establishments or like local businesses. So like we love to kind of go s- check out more interview like more candidates to be on the pod. It's like a cool local business that you support. Uh, I support uh, Two Jacks, Nikki's place across yeah. the street. Uh, she's a she's a great. She's actually a a, a child book. She she writes uh, kids books. Nikki yeah. Cooper. Very cool. You should get to know her. Yeah. Um, What's what what kind of business is this? This is the two the the Southern Food oh, across okay. the street. Okay. Food is really good. What do you order? I order everything. <laughs> <laughs> Must be hopefully not biggest many. I want to try everything. It's, it's by next week. You <laughs> have to like they have the uh, fried chicken, catfish sandwich, oysters, yeah. uh, prawns. Everything is fried. It's delicious. They have the I like the shrimp po' boys. Um, the menu's pretty. The the menu is pretty extensive. I mean, and everything is really really good. And it's really close. All made to order. Everything's fresh. Nothing's frozen. Uh, she writes. Uh, she writes uh, children's books. That's cool. Yeah. She's got to be a sweet person. She yeah. really is. Yeah. She has. She has two daughters. She's married. She has. She has. She has two daughters. Uh, she's. Yeah. She's a. I've known her for thirty years. Her family owned. Her owned the business. They uh, passed it on to her, so she runs it now. But that's definitely a place that a lot of people don't know about. Yeah. They don't. I, I, I've i talked to people that have been here for 30 years and have never been in there because they don't even know. It doesn't really shout out itself. No, it's it's pretty... Yeah, it's it, just one of those places you have to walk inside and, and you know, take a look for yourself. Yeah. You know, and, and really get a... Get to know the people in there. I mean, it, everything is not about, you know... I mean, if you look at Kibatsu, it's not a place that shouts out at you. The sushi place across the street. Oh, yeah, the opposite, yeah. Yeah. No sign. No, they don't even have a sign. <laughs> That's how cool they are. That's yeah. how cool they are. But definitely they're on Yelp or something, so but people go there. No, they came from the mission, so they're blowing, you know, they're killing the game, right? Yeah. And you get free ice cream after dinner or something if you're like extra No, I've poor. never been there, Jimmy. If you yeah. want to take me sometime. I've, <laughs> I've never been there either. But I, I've never been there either. I heard they... They, they they fly in their fish straight from Japan. Oh my god. This is on the bucket list now. <laughs> wow. All right, my birthday is not until Christmas, but alrighty. So we like to also kinda you know, brainstorm things we can improve or, or just like where what what needs to be improved. Like what's what's something you'd like to see more of uh, in San Francisco? What I'd like to see more of in San Francisco, uh what I like to see less of, not more of. I want to see less, less ride shares. Okay. I, I like less traffic. That I mean, that's that's what I'd like to see less of. Well, the ride share. Well, when people pool, it does decrease traffic technically, right? But eh, yeah, how, but how often do they do it? But you're talking about you're still talking about forty thousand dollars, forty thousand, you know, uh, cars on the streets any given day extra extra cars in the city mm-hmm. that are ride shares I think what you're really saying Jimmy is you'd like to see more biking and walking because we have to get around somehow right so we've been getting around long before the ride shares came along <laughs> I mean we were getting around on the buses in cabs, uh, cabs on bikes cabs are very similar to the ride shares uh, but there were there wasn't a, there wasn't 40,000 of them on the street uh, yeah. 
eating up uh, our traffic and eating up our streets. Um, traffic is much worse than other cities. As you, you're well traveled, Jimmy. So I'm sure you know. I'm well traveled. It does get uh, worse than San Francisco for traffic. It's actually, you know, San Francisco has become one of the worst cities based on uh, my travels. It's really disgusting. You used to be able to get across the bridge, you know, to Oakland in 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Now it takes you an hour. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. a, that's, that's it's a long on, time in traffic. On President's Day, there was no traffic. took me 30 minutes to get to Oakland. Right. Normal day, it's right. 55. It's, you know. I mean, what, what can you do besides promote more people taking BART, more people taking... Maybe that's just it. Yeah, I think I think people need to use public transportation more. See, again, this we go back to people taking advantage of using apps and 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 not socializing because people don't want to be on yeah. public transportation socializing. They want to get in an Uber, they want to get in a Lyft, and they want to get. But also, I mean, the upside mm-hmm. is you get there quick. You know, it's it's a few bucks or whatever the case may be. But at the same time, you're still staying away from, you know, the socialization of of us. Yeah. I have I, I remember coming to the city as a kid, and maybe it's just because I was going to Giants games or this and that. Who knows? But, you know, like, it just felt more vibrant, you know, back in the day. Things, it, it felt more approachable. It felt more fun. People weren't as closed off. You know, there was, there was a, a sense of community. Um... I have a question, like, like I know it's 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 not always good around here, but but so you have you have kids in the area. Um, if you were to say, if you could have your kids know one thing about the old San Francisco, or like, what what would that be? What could you show them? Uh, culture. Um, I think the city lost a lot of culture. Um, a lot of the the uh, transplants that have come into the city, mm-hmm. all the all the you know. Uh, What's up? I'm here. I know. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> they they haven't brought any culture with oh, them. Shit. <laughs> they brought good chili. They, they make great chili. Yeah. But but no diss on you, but you know, but. It's like a lot of the the culture that this city had is no longer here. Um, San Francisco used to be so diverse, like extremely diverse. Mm -hmm. And I don't believe it's as diverse as it used to be. Um, My kids have never grown up here. Uh, The one thing that I think would have benefited them growing up in the city would you know just to be a little more street smart mm-hmm. because I think a lot of people don't even understand um, how savvy you actually have to be especially back in the day living here yeah. you know and it taught you a lot yeah it taught you a lot of good and it taught you a lot of bad and you had to take that and balance it out and figure it out for yourself yeah but we did okay you know I, I mean we did all right me, my friends, my family, we did we did fine. You just knew what not to do, where not to go, when and Yeah. Comes with uh enough exploration. Of you know? course. Yeah. So Yeah. 
I think what's prob I mean, I like to focus on potential solution. I think it, it is it is tough when there's so much work cultures like that kind of absorb people. Um, and that's kind of a problem. One cool thing, I thought it'd be cool if there was like mixers, if like more of these one of these like work cultures like mixed together, you know? And like we're catered in by liquor from from Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. That support local I, corner stores. I've yeah. seen some cool, uh, you know, people concerts, uh, fucking, you know, bars around here, you know, throwing on, throwing on hyphy nights and yeah. going going back with some with some old music and. I think that's cool. I think that's great to be able to share at least share that you know. Uh, it's just it's hard it's hard because like it's funny growing up in the North Bay and Petaluma and Santa Rosa you know we were growing up in the hyphy movement we we were like we thought we were fucking Bay Area right yeah. and you hang out here and it's like oh you're fucking redheaded stepchild yeah all that but yeah. but still there's that camaraderie you know yeah. and there's there's that still that feeling and I, I like I like when someone from out of here you put on Mac Dre and they fucking they look around and they don't know what's going on right. and but then they can get into that i don't know that's just that's one thing i enjoy about the music and the bay and part of the culture that w- that was going on when i was coming up well i'm sure my mom gets all of that <laughs> well the one thing i'll tell you about the hate oral not the hate but this hate the lower hate this is a community mm-hmm. see this one thing about san francisco it has little communities. It has pockets of communities, um, which really makes it what it is. But there's a lot of this city that is no longer, you know, it's kind of closed off mm-hmm. of, you know, being that community. Um, this is definitely a community because here, most of the people that live in this, you know, square area know each other have come across each other, have mixed, you know. Um, you go to the bar, you're going to see the same people, and everybody's from a different, you know, uh, background, or, which is really, I think, uh, what's kept this community uh, a nice place to want to be. A lot of people want to live here and stay here, don't want to move, because it's really... It's it's not really crazy. It's not really quiet. It has a lot, go, you know. There's a lot yeah. going on. There, it, you know, you have real good. You have good restaurants. You have some good bars, and um, it's close to your job. You know, it's close to downtown. Um, and people, I don't think people are very uh, standoffish here as much as they would be in other parts of the city. Because I think, I think when it comes to uh, transplants, I think they're a bit standoffish because it's a city so big and it's something new, and they have to try to be um, maybe a little defensive or you know, like when you first came here, you were like <laughs> your tail between your legs until you know. Oh, was I? I took you under my wing. And I was like, <laughs> You know, send me yeah. and I got you, right? Don't even worry. I'm, I'm going to make you part of the hood. I think I forgot a few of those nights. <laughs> I, 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 I hope nothing crazy happened there, Jimmy. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I get that. I think back to the start of this, I mean, I, we're nearing the end here, but I think I think the corner store is 
you know, there's no more churches are not attended the these days. The corner store is is the heart That's of right. of the of the com- of the community yeah. of of the city of the town, and you know, don't be a stranger. Basically, if you go to a corner store for something if, when you're desperate or Go more often when you're not desperate, and right. and buy certain things there often. You know, frequent it, and get to know the name of the of the person there, mm-hmm. and and treat it like, you know, a, a, basically a way to feel super at home in your neighborhood. Because treat it like it's your grandfather's business, and you want them to, you know, prosper and stay. Treat it like it's your family's business, and you want to keep them in business. Yeah, it's like a family environment. So yes. like. Even maybe leave behind an extra ten dollar bill one time if you no, you keep don't making have to, a tax salary. You don't even have to do that. <laughs> Just you know, patronize your local grocery store and you keep them afloat because yeah. they are the heartbeat of every community. Definitely buy your liquor from them. If you're going to be drinking alcohol, at least buy it from your yes. local corner store because that's definitely one of the more high profit items. Definitely. Yeah. And and a lot of it. <laughs> not too much, guys. Not too much. <laughs> with, with Enough that you can sustainably buy more for. Like and you can make it to work. <laughs> five days so you can keep buying. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. All right, we'll close with this. What's a uh, damn? That's a cool icebreaker here, uh, Jimmy. I don't even know your middle name, but I don't want to. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> uh, what's a good question? I, so I do like a. I, I lead like a. Um, back of my feet it's a uh, basically you know it's it's a run you know 5 30 morning for homeless people who can make it to the run they get help with jobs I, I do like a question of the day over there and, and always try and have some fun with it um, so last question here Jimmy um, I don't want to do this but it's kind of I kind of curious what you like who you admire so if you were gonna have like dinner with one person in history who would it be Repeat that question. You're gonna have dinner with one person in history. If I was gonna have one, if I was gonna have dinner with one person in history, it would be the Prophet Muhammad. There you go. Yeah, he he definitely. Uh, I mean, his whole book. He has his own book. He's gonna book. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's in stores. Actually, he wrote it, didn't he? He wrote. That's it. what's very unique about Muhammad. That's Jesus right. did not write his book. Yeah. So Muhammad the wrote that book. upon him wrote. So on yes. Wow, you know, and he didn't know how to read or write. Yeah, so how did he write the book? <laughs> he told God, "I can't write, and I can't read," and and God told him, "Write," and he put the pen to the paper and he wrote. And that's a legend. Jimmy's a legend. That's the legend. All right, folks. God bless every religion out there, and God bless the new age of figuring out how to be happy, healthy. <laughs> and find community in this day and age which yeah. is at the corner store and prosperous. so go right now and buy some alcohol <laughs> because the corner <laughs> store is you should never buy alcohol from Whole Foods that, let that be the lesson introduce of this podcast. yourself do not buy liquor from Amazon <laughs> or Jeff Bezos no oh and, and they will sell it to you too yeah. so yeah I can't yeah to be honest I'm gonna try and think of more things I can buy from you Jimmy but thanks for coming by I hope you have some hungry friends who want chili because we have tons of leftovers. If anyone posts a cool comment on the thread, coolest comment gets air air mailed, personally delivered. If you're nearby, some <laughs> awesome leftover chili, or you can be a guest on on the next. You can be one of the third wheelers uh, on the next show. Woo! So, woo.
All right, Jimmy. Thanks for coming by, bro. <clears throat> All right, thank, thank you. you. Thanks for providing the jingle, <laughs> which is to come. <laughs>